Hello, everybody. Welcome. I'm just starting it off doing it. <laughs> Sorry about that. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Catfish Weekly 43. Uh, tonight, we're going to be talking about boats, what's out there right now, what we'd like to see. I even did a, a crude drawing. Looks like a three-year-old did, but it's what I'd like to see in a boat. You know, sort of my own, what I guess what I'd want if I ever designed one. But, um, I mean, I've got a list of boats. I, I, I contacted a lot of uh, dealerships and stuff. I got some prices. Um, I got links up, or I got some uh, pages up. So we'll probably switch over to my view. And, you know, we'll look at some of the boats, and we'll talk about some. I'll show, I'll talk about some of the uh, uh, features that they have a little bit like that. Um but uh, I do want to start off with uh, um, the Gone Fishing Adventures uh, entrance that we have right now. I'm going to go through, I'm going to list off, oh, by the way, everybody, uh, myself and Lyle Stokes, Chris Wallace, uh, a.k.a. Fudd, Lyle Stokes is here. Chuck Davidson will be here. He's just running a little bit behind. Um, so thanks, everybody, for joining us. But... Uh, Back to the Gone Fishing Adventures entrance. I, we have 26 people right now um, entered in for the Gone Fishing Adventures uh, uh, full guided trip. And I'm going to name off names here of everybody that's on here. So if you don't hear your name called, that means you need to get over there and, and do what needs to be done to get into the contest. And I'll tell you how to do that again right after this. Uh, but we got Leon Higdon, Mike Kafer, Heath Malone, Seth McAllister, Dennis Mayo, John Harden. Janet Fox, Teresa and Dave, Kevin Owens, Chad Wall, Steve Einbody, Vince Nadoski, Nick Goodall, Major Brown, Jason Malone, Ricky Allen, Larry King Jr., Cheryl Lynn Butler, Matthew Ryan Evans, Bill Wright, Joshua DeBoard, Jason Fish, Chris Workman, Michael Johnson, Bobber Stop LLC, Christopher Parker. So that's who we have right now. That's that's eligible to uh, win this, and t I know two of them at least. I believe Jason Malone and John Harden are our super fan uh, members right now, so they both have double the chances. They get two two entries into that. So um, how you guys need to join that is go over to the uh, Facebook page, Gone Fishing Adventures, uh, like that page, look on the page for. Uh, the picture with with him on it in Catfish Weekly. Uh, there should be a bunch of posts under it, and all you got to do is like that picture, post underneath it, and say something about the fish or whatever. But mention Catfish Weekly in the in the comment. Uh, you do that, and you're entered in. We'll put you in on this list, um, and then we'll add. Uh, we'll, we'll basically do a drawing at the end of this month, and We'll give that away. Um, if you want to become a super fan, it's only ten dollars, and and you can on our forums and or getting a hold of me or Lyle or Chuck on Facebook. We'll give you directions on what you need to do to get that. There's a lot of uh, uh, features and bonuses for becoming a super fan. You get a discount on Whiskerwear Apparel, discount on Black Horse Custom Rods, uh, special access to a Facebook group with with us. Um, double entries on all of our contests for a year. Uh, so 
it's definitely worth ten dollars and it just helps us pay for our server fees things like that help us keep going doing what we're doing here um, so definitely uh, look that up get that get get hooked up on the super fan package and um, get registered for that contest not to mention that if you've been following us on Facebook you've seen Lyle and myself and, and I don't know if Chuck said anything yet but we got something big coming for you guys we've been We've been putting this together, and, and we got something that we've been, we're still kind of working on it. We're trying to make it even better and bigger, and it's already big, so ain't that right, Lyle? That is correct. <laughs> so you, you guys are definitely going to want to be staying tuned and, and keeping an ear and an eye out for it. It's going to be awesome, I can tell you that. Um, we're about, about it, uh, 30, 45 minutes today, just you and I. Yep, and you know you you've been working on it. I've been working on it. We got two or three uh, people uh, other than ourselves involved with it now, and a whole bunch of other people that we're dealing with. So uh, this is gonna be a good deal. I definitely think it's gonna be pretty awesome. We had we had Chuck in here for a minute, but I don't know if uh, you know he's having the same technical problems we were having a little bit ago or not. But um. I guess I can go ahead and get started. If you've got anything about uh, the boats and stuff that you want to touch on before I get going in this, you can, Lyle. Well, you know, there's there's a few things that um, I've jotted down that if I was to buy a new boat today, that it would have to have. And, you know, and some of this a lot of people is not going to agree with, and some of it uh, they are going to agree with it. One of, uh, after having... Uh, boats for years and years and years. Uh, one of the first things that that a boat would have to have for me to be interested in it, it'd have to have a B front. Uh, no more flat bottoms beating you to death in rough water. Uh, I, I'm on rough water a lot with the big rivers that we fish and the big lakes and stuff. And a V front is is a I, I won't own anything that doesn't have one. It'd have to be the widest possible legal thing that you could. Uh, pull down the road at the rear, uh, and the biggest amount of horsepower that is feasible on whatever size boat that would be. And to me, uh, I really don't believe I need anything over 20 or 22 foot. If it would be 24, that would be fine. But whatever the maximum horsepower uh, that you could put on that boat without being in problems, getting yourself in trouble, that's what I would want. Uh, it would have to have a minimum of an 80 gallon live well. Now, with that being said, fellas, it doesn't, just because you have an 80 or 100 or 120 or, and like Andrew Little's boat's got a 150 gallon live well, just because it's that big, you don't have to fill it all the way up with water. So don't, don't let the amount of water that a live well holds scare you. Uh, you think that it adds that much weight because by the time you put the fish in it and the weight of the fish, uh, nobody that I know of ever raises them all the way to the top anyhow. Uh, another thing I would want on my boat is a th at least 30 inch sides uh, just for the safety factor because I've got grandkids and uh, you know it's just easier uh, to deal with things. Um, I would want another full enclosure. I probably never have another boat that didn't have a full enclosure. Uh, and one of the the number one thing is I would want 
without a shadow of a doubt, the most comfortable seats that money could buy. If they cost as much as the boat or the motor, so be it. You spend so much time in a boat, whether you're drifting or whether you're anchored, whether you're fishing daytime, whether you're fishing nighttime, uh, the seats we have now are fully adjustable. They slide back and forth. They got headrests. They got adjustable armrests. Uh, the biggest, baddest, most comfortable seats that you can get when you're in an eight-hour tournament or uh, even the 12-hour night tournaments, you spend so much time in that seat that you want to, to be uh, as comfortable as you could possibly get. Uh, other than that, uh, you know, if it had hookups for a, uh, I prefer Hummingbird Electronics. If they had factory equipped uh, hookups for, for electronics, that would be uh, very nice. Um, but everything else is is uh, pretty much you can deal with. Uh, I, I know Vince had made a, a post on here, a 100-gallon live well. Uh, that's all fine and good. Uh, but I have put over 120 pounds of fish in a lot less than that safely and never lost one. Uh, I, I think the minimum should be 80. Uh, bigger is always better if you have room in the boat. And it, uh, the live well should come with an aeration system in it, with in and out pumps where it changes water out on timers. That that should be, uh, you know, if you're going to go for the gusto and, and get everything you need, it, all that should be included in it when you buy it. And, and they can build these boats uh, for a reasonable amount of money. Uh, you know, it, it just... They, they really can. They, they don't have to make uh, their yearly profit off of every sale. They can spread it out and make make it off of three or four boats, you know. But, uh, you know, this them are the things that would be extremely important to me. And no, Chris, we're not having no Chicago Cubs lindles on them. Sorry for that, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> but, uh, he's just falling up right where his dad left off. <laughs> But that's you know that's the things I'd be looking for you know that that's the things that would be important to me and and like I say 20 22 foot would be the perfect size big live well big motor uh, just because you got a big motor you don't have to use it all and if you're not using it all it'll get better gas mileage yet so uh, that that's that's something important but those seats to me would be something that that I would really uh, want for uh, the most comfortable seats I could get just because you spend so much time in them and 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 that's something that I'd have to have. Well, since you started off with that, I guess I'll lead off and I'll put. I'll see if I can if I can do this right. I'm gonna take a screenshot of it and and capture it. And let's see here. Get to where I can see. Welcome, Chuck. Yeah, how you doing, Chuck? Good, good. All right, now. I don't know how that works, but let's see. Okay, I don't know if people are going to be able to see that or not, but if everybody looks on here, my sort of crude rough design, sort of like Lyle, I want a 22-foot boat. I feel 22 foot's about perfect. Uh, I want a full windshield. Um, if you see like right here in the middle, this circular thing is what I would want to be my a front bait well, about a 20-25 gallon bait well that was circular that I could put shad in, that I could put bluegill in, uh, keep them alive, built into that front deck with a step up where I could step on it. The lid and everything would be 
you know, built in. It might be a little bit higher than the deck, but the two there would be two uh, storage compartments on the side, one in the front for anchor. If I could fit that in there right there. Um, both sides of the boat. Also, if you notice, I would put my steering wheel and my whole front thing further up in the boat, not not back near the motor, not midway, actually up near the front. Um, and then I would have rod storage, rod locker storage on both sides. With 22 foot, that shouldn't be a problem at all. Uh, for both sides of the boat, I should be able to put at least four rods in each side. Um, on the back, you'll see right actually up more towards the middle of the boat, that's where I'd have a 100-gallon live well. Now, that 100-gallon live well being further up towards the middle, I think, would help you know, get the boat up on plane faster. I think it would uh, help with fuel mileage and things like that, not being so far near the back of the boat. I've heard that the more weight you have at the back of the boat, the worse your gas mileage is. Um, directly behind it, I would have a smaller live well if I could fit it in there, about 40 gallon. And this would be for if I don't want to fill up even a partial of that a gigantic 100 gallon live well, if I'm in a channel cat tournament on a lake or whatever, I can just use my 40 gallon live well. Um, and also save save on fuel mileage as well. Uh, then, of course, storage on both sides. Uh, each one of the stars is basically a seat uh, a seat base, so you can put your seat anywhere you wanted to on one of the stars. Uh, 200 horsepower motor. Um, about a 30 to 40 gallon uh, fuel, fuel cell in it. But for me... I think that's if I were building a boat, that's about what I would do with it. I mean, I don't know if it's all technically feasible or not. You know, I mean, of course, we got to. You have to look at things like the Coast Guard regulation, things like that. You know, I don't know if you could do it or not, but that's what I would do. Well, that that uh, full windshield, uh, you know, that that's just a given with me. I just. Uh, you know, I, I won't have another boat of any kind that does not have a full windshield. Uh, and, and and just to keep the wind off of you is one thing. It also helps keep the uh, spray going off of you. But uh, for the safety factor is you're going down, especially Illinois River, but any, any of the rivers now that uh, are linked into the Mississippi River chain, uh, it knocks the crap out of the amount of Asian carp that hits you going down the river when you're at speed. So uh, that's just, to me, uh, to buy a new boat without a windshield just be ridiculous. Yeah. Um, how you doing, Chuck? Good, good. How y'all doing? All right. Uh, we we were just talking about how you know what we would want in our uh, you know if we were making our own personal boat and stuff. So um, if you want to go ahead and fill everybody in what you would want, what you'd like to see in a boat. Um, I would want a, a 2072, um, you know, with the the forward full windshield. Um, the uh, perfect boat for me would probably um, be the the new um, Sportsman 200 by G3. That that's about uh, the boat that I've dr drawn up before. It's like they took my boat and and made a perfect copy of it. Um, I like the um, the, the round bait tank, it looks like that they've got it where you can sit one of the Fraybill round tanks down into the uh, 
you know, the little compartment that they've mounted, and it's right in front of the uh, the driver's console. But I would want my round bait tank built in right in front of the driver's console, so I wouldn't be walking around on it when I'm up throwing my net and everything. Um, the mo the most important part would be my my front anchor compartment. I would want a lot of room. Uh, so when I'm pulling my anchor in and I'm, uh, you know, put, uh, putting my rope off into the uh, the anchor compartment, um, I'm able to, uh, you know, get the rope off in the compartment very easy. And, um, you know, I'd have to have a, a rubber bottom in the anchor compartment. Uh, and, and right next to the anchor compartment uh, on the front deck, have about a, a 14 by 14 a thick rubber a thick rubber mat to to lay the anchor on after I get it in the boat um I've found uh that anchor making a lot of noise I believe has uh, ran off a lot of you know large fish that I've marked before and actually tried to control drift on by the time I beat beat the anchor around the front of the boat and tried to um you know get get the boat in place and get casted out I probably ran him out of the county so um you know, try to keep that anchor, um, you know, as quiet as possible. Um, and in my rod compartments, I would want them, um, you know, kind of forward, half of the rods um, going up into the front deck, uh, up under the consoles, um, with the sides open, with no with no doors, where I could get the get the rods in and out pretty easy. Half of the rods go up inside the compartment, uh, long ways, um, you know, so I, so I can get them out uh, very fast. Um, you know the the Sportman 200 is rated at about a 200 max. Uh, with that size boat, that should be plenty of motor. Um, you know, it's got a 15 degree hole like I'd want. Um, so that's about, you know, about the perfect boat for me is the, the design they have. The, the live well is only 65 gallons, which I, I would want a larger live well. Um, I'd want, you know, to, to, to take that boat and customize it, 100 gallon live well in the back. And, um, you know, the only color that G3 has in their boat is, is camouflage. You can get a, like a mossy oak pattern and a real tree pattern or something. They don't offer any kind of, um, you know, where you can get white or red or anything like that. So, um, you know, I, I would I'd want the, a boat design like theirs. I've, I've been working with Alumacraft for a long time, and, um, you know, the, the, the boat that, you know, I, I've got them – where um, I was wanting them to try to get going was almost exactly like the Sportsman 200. The live wheel's a little bit different and stuff, but they haven't had time to do anything with no catfish boat yet. Um, you know, the you know the rest of the stuff is you know it, I carry on. You know my you know my my tackle box whatever, but um, you know I'd have to have um, you know the the enclosure. Uh, I really don't like uh, bimini tops because of the the uh, side rails really get in the way a lot. Um, you know, I wouldn't want a, a real a real big enclosure, just enough to uh, cover the driver's seat and the passenger seat with a back in it, um, and, and high enough where you could stand up in. And I wouldn't want one that 
you know, protruded on way back in the back or anything. I've never fished in a boat with a full enclosure on it. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's a lifesaver. I've got to get something that um, to to you know keep me out of the wind on these thirty degree days. It's it's very very miserable for Leanne to get out there all day, um, you know, and being in that center console, uh, you know, there's nowhere to hide. You know, you just huddle around a little buddy heater and uh, you know try to keep your limbs a little bit warm. But you know, that's about all the comfort you got. Well, them them full enclosures. Uh, mine is is really tall, um, and my boat will go about one to two mile an hour slower with it up than it does with it down. Uh, it doesn't. The wind doesn't affect it. When you put the sides on it, you're not getting hit by by water spray. You're not getting hit by Asian carp jumping up. It, it just eliminates all that stuff. And in the winter time, if the sun is shining, you don't even need a heater. The, all that plastic will heat up, and you're as warm inside as you can stand it. Most of the time, we're unzipping some of it to let some of the heat out, just just because it is it gets so hot in there when the sun's shining. So, uh, but yeah, that's that's something that that I feel like it's a necessity anymore. Uh, if you're in a storm situation. Uh, it may not keep you 100% dry, but it's going to keep you a lot more dry than if you didn't have it on there. Uh, there's just a lot of advantages to it. Yeah, uh, you know, you was talking about the, the comfort of the seats and all. Uh, that, that's very important for me. Uh, you know, me and Leanne both had very bad backs, um, and, and you know, we've been out fishing using this cooler seat in the uh, center console, it will uh, kill your back. Um, you know, there's no comfort at all. Um, yeah, you got a little cushion to sit on and stuff, but, you know, when you're, uh, you know, when you're out fishing for flatheads all night and you're trying to get comfortable, um, it's really no fun, you know, tossing and turning and on that cooler seat trying to get comfortable. So uh, we didn't have no live well room anyway, so we put the... Uh, that aluminum toolbox in. I, I got tired of having that bait tank up on the front deck, which was very dangerous and all. So uh, we put the aluminum toolbox in where the uh, where the flip-flop cooler seat was, and um, I got two temperous high-back um, seats with arms. They they are very nice aftermarket seats. They're very comfortable. Um, they're very wide. They're a little bit too big for my boat, and and you know hard to get around them. But uh, if if they were in a little bit larger boat, they would be the perfect seats. Yeah, myself personally, you can ask uh, Daniel one of the funny stories. I mean, anybody who's fished with me, they'll tell you. You, know, I can be in the boat. I don't care if the waves are four foot and it's, I mean, that's just like rocking me to sleep like mama's in there, you know. <laughs> I mean, I'll just be, I'll be sitting there and in two seconds flat, you'll hear me snoring and if you don't watch yourself, you can ask my partner this year, I will sometimes just straight pass out and hit you and fall over on top of you. Because <laughs> I'll go to sleep in a heartbeat on the boat. I, I mean, if I'm tired, and I'm just sitting there, and I and I, it don't matter if I'm comfortable or not comfortable, but I have, I, you know, I, my my seats aren't very comfortable, and I have been looking to get some some of them comfortable seats, man. But 
yeah, I'll be asleep in, in two seconds flat, and I, it's crazy. I'll, I ha, I did this year. I, I basically just face-planted my, my partner's knee. I mean, I just went straight over on him. <laughs> he, he was almost asleep himself. I scared the crap out of him. <laughs> but, uh, hey, hey, guys, everybody that's in chat, um, we're going to start going through some of these... We're going to start looking at, I'm going to basically put on a, uh, you'll see my computer view and I'll show and we'll go through some of the different um, companies and models of boats that they have. I'll try to go through them pretty quickly and I'll give you some uh, rough numbers that I've got for prices and things like that. But uh, while I'm doing that, you guys, if you guys want to post up chat, you know, in the chat what you want to see in a catfishing boat or what you like or whatever, just just go ahead and comment on it, and I'll probably break you know break out of what I'm talking about and and talk about what you're saying a little bit in that as well. So uh, if you guys don't have anything else, I'll get started in this. Go go for it. All right, let's see. I think I want to do this one. Let's see. Yep, there we go. All right. Now everybody should see that right now I'm on the Sea Arc boat website. Of course, everybody knows Sea Arc. Um, sea Arc has basically three models that they would consider catfish-specific targeted boats. They have a VCAT 200. They have a ProCat 200 and a ProCat 240. Um, again, when I mention prices, when I say prices that I'm giving you on here, don't take these prices to be firm on anything that they're uh, basically a, just random prices that I, I found. Uh, I did call around, try to get some prices and everything, uh, but, you know, and they might be, some of them might be with uh, 115 motors or, you know, 200 motors, and I don't have all that information, but. Uh, a VCAT rough price I put on here is $28,000. Um, the VCAT, standard features, looking at it here, has a 60-gallon live well, 30-gallon uh, fuel tank, four seat, uh, four cleats. Uh, let's see, get down here and get to the important stuff, basically. Uh, 15 degree all welded hole, uh, 125 or 0.125 gauge uh, tread plate floor, um, fiberglass or center console, side or center console, you can get that in. Um, mostly everything there, 9.5 gallon aerated live well. Um, for the side console and the center console is a 12-gallon aerated live well as well, going along with that 60-gallon uh, live well, I guess. Um, going back, looking at the the uh, ProCat 200, they do have RiverCat series, but those are, I wouldn't consider those. I think the the Catfish series. Uh, the ProCat 200, and I'm guessing these are 2014-2015 specs, 80-gallon uh, live well, 15-degree uh, all-welded hole, the .125 gauge tread plate floor, um, 
pull up the Big Easy model? I will as soon as we get done here. I'll pull up the Big Easy model. Um, model considered a catfishing boat it's just like an all-round boat isn't it yeah it's more of an all-round boat i'm not sure how big the live wheel is in that we'll pull it up and look um self-draining bow deck with a 25 gallon live well storage netting uh, bow storage box um courtesy light walk through windshield um 30 gallon fuel tank Auto bilge pump, three battery trays, covered battery storage area. Go, now we'll look up this 240. 240 standard features, 15 degree all welded hole, 1.125 gauge tread plate floor, uh, self-draining bow deck with a 25 gallon live well. Designated area for individualized bait tanks complete with tie-down eyes. 80-gallon uh, live well, walk-through windshield, 50-gallon uh, fuel tank. So that's that's one of the things you're going to see it jump up from the 30 to the 50-gallon fuel tank. Um, three battery trays again. Mostly everything else is self-explanatory there, but uh, you're going to get the extra couple of feet, bigger bigger uh, fuel tank in that ProCat 240 over the 200. Uh, going back, you want to look at this Big Daddy model. Let's see here. The Big Daddy, we'll do the side console. Look at that one. Standard features of the side console, Big Daddy, is 15-degree uh, all-welded hole, 125-gauge tread plate floor, um, splash well, windshield, 60-gallon live well, 50-gallon fuel tank. So the, the live well... A little bit smaller. Um, fuel tank's huge again. Again, this is a. a I think a, I think the Big Daddy. There's a 24 foot is what those are, and then if I'm not mistaken, they're 24 foot. A 12 gallon aerated live well, or a, well, nine gallon, nine and a half gallon on a side console. Um, pretty much everything else again. So standard on most boats, so uh, that's what you're looking at with Sea Arc boats. Um, the Big Daddy, I don't have a price on on Big Daddies and stuff, but that's what I got. Um, let me look on the chat here. Anybody? Let's see, Vince says must have an E-Tech Evinrude E-Tech G2 on it on his boat. Uh, Seth likes that Crestliner and Intruder 2200. All right, I pulled up the big, already pulled up the Big Daddy model. Um, now uh, the next boats that I looked up was Express. Express has three models. They have the X24, the Explorer, and the XP220. Um, as you can see right here, it shows the X24, which is a 24-foot boat, 80-inch, 102-inch uh, beam, 80-inch bottom, 23-inch uh, sides, transom height 22 inches, fuel tank capacity 30 gallons, um, 0.125 aluminum gauge, max horsepower 250, 
uh, overall package length with a trailer, 30 foot, 30 and a half foot. Um, this is their this is their top of the line on the on the Express series, the X24, and you're looking with a 200 horsepower. Um, I don't know what motor it is, but a VF 200 LA. It's forty-seven thousand. Is what you're looking at on the Express X24. Now the Explorer series on the. They have two models on the Explorer series. They got a. It looks like a uh, eighteen and a half foot, and yeah, eighteen foot and a twenty foot. Um, twenty foot being twenty-two. 22,000 with a 115 and the 18 foot uh, 21,000 with the 90 on it. Um, the difference in the two, the Express, yeah, the Express series, it has an 18 gallon fuel tank. Um, did the other one not show the live well size? Or did I not say it? It didn't, did it? Let's see, the X24. Yeah, it doesn't show the live well size in that, which that's a... I can see if I can find it here real quick for everybody. Standard features. Large front deck. That's... That's not very uh <laughs> that's not very helpful. It just says large front deck catfish live well. But anyway, you guys could call them and figure this out if you wanted to. Um Don't worry, Chad, I'm gonna get there. <laughs> uh, anyway, the ex the Express uh two hundred and the Express one eighty five, basically twenty one, twenty two thousand with a one fifteen and a ninety. Uh, the XP220, the Express 220, um, you're looking at almost 25,000, basically 24.5. Uh, you, you jump up to that 30 gallon fuel tank, um, 22 foot, got a 95 inch beam, 24 inch transom height, 27 foot overall package length, um, and again, twenty five, twenty four five is you know, and the, and this this price here, you know, whatever you're seeing right here, a lot of times you know you go to dealers and things, and you you might find it for less or you know last year's model. So again, don't take don't take the prices uh, to be set in stone or anything like that. Uh, they're just what's here or what I found. So, um, Express, you know, I, I there I've seen a lot of people with those boats around uh, Kentucky, Indiana. Uh, look like a pretty good boat as well, as long as long as the as well as the Sea Arc as well. Um, the next boat we're going to talk about is the Crestliner Intruder, uh, the 2200 Crestliner Intruder 2200 Catfish Edition. Um, you can see here it has a hundred gallon aerated live well, uh, 64 inch dual pump stern live well, accommodates trophy catches. Uh, fiberglass console, anchor locker, uh, interior coating, non-slip uh, interior coating, not carpet, easily washable. The all-welded aluminum hull. Of course, this is uh, 
this is the first DV. The other two boats uh, were uh, John style boats. The Crestliner is a deep V style boat. And let's see if I can. I don't know if there's another thing that shows more. Uh... Nope. Oh, yeah, they have a, the popular options for it is the wash down system, uh, the bow bait, the bow bait well. Um, you can get it in different console configurations, vertical rod holders. The Catfish Edition package, I believe, is the uh, the bait well with the washdown system, um, the mini top. Looks like it is a 22.3-foot uh, overall length uh, tr with trailer 28-foot. Looking at a 96-inch beam, uh, transom height of 22 inches. Person, max personal weight capacity. Max person weight capacity is is eight people. Uh, max horsepower for that boat is a 250. Uh, fuel capacity. They got a 41 gallon uh, tank in them. And it looks like uh, 0.125 gauge bottom, 0.100 gauge sides, and 0.125 gauge transom. Uh, all aluminum. So. There you have it. There's lots of different color packages uh, for the Crestliner Intruder. You can look it all up on the Crestliner.com website. Um, I believe I priced one of these out, and again, don't don't quote me on anything. Completely loaded with a 250 Optimax, uh, 112 Tarova iPilot, 11.99 on the bow, 8.90 or 11.99 on the um, on the driver console, eight ninety nine on the bow, uh, everything like that, forty six five, and, and that's again, don't take anything to heart on prices, but that's just giving you a general area, forty six thousand, uh, completely decked out with just about everything in the world. That's with iPilot Tarova one twelve. Um, now, the G three twenty fifteen Sportsman two hundred is the next boat we got up here. Now this boat is 19 foot, almost 20 foot. Um, package length, trailer and everything, about 25 and a half foot. Package width, 101 inches. Beam, 95 inches. Uh, transom height, 25 inches. Max horsepower, 200 pounds. Uh, number of people allows eight, eight people. Uh, 29 gallon fuel cell in it. Live well dimensions are 16 by 62 inches. Equates to about a 65 gallon live well. Now this is not a catfish specific boat. It's their closest they have that would be usable for catfish. Um, looks like a pretty nice boat. They call it their big game boat. Yep, it says, uh, built for challenge of finding and landing huge fish. Uh, again, 0.125 gauge uh, hole, 15 degree dead rise. Um, price on that, I have, I think I found it with a 150 for about 33000 Uh So that gives you a general idea on that one. 
The next one we have is a, an Aquaca, Aquaca OQB Cat 2072. Um, if I remember right, I've looked up these a little bit. They're also, uh, before I get going, let's see, Brad Dirk says, something to think about is Crestliner put that big boat out and shook up the catfish world with it. Now Lund sponsors a big tourney circuit. Something just doesn't add up with that. Also, well, Lund's coming out with a catfish boat. You know, they're, they're, they're working on building their own catfish model, and there's no doubt in my mind the quality of boat they put out. When it comes out, it'll be awesome, uh, as, as so many of them are. Uh, but you know that's 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 in the works and it's not a, it's not on the market yet but it is coming. Yeah. Um, let's see. Brown Brown Cat Fishing says a 24 foot boat holds 12 people, and with the 225 Merc on the back, it tops out around 54 mile per hour. Has a 60 gallon live well squared, nine and a half gallon bait well cooler, plus a ton of storage. Uh, converted the bench seat storage into rod lockers, and it has rem removable chairs that go to six different spots on the boat, uh, plus the 50-gallon fuel cell, and currently working on a full enclosure, and I believe he's talking about the uh, Big Daddy CR. Yeah, yeah to me, that it, I, if most of the fishing we do is tournament fishing, and I'm, I'm telling you right now, two people in a boat in a tournament, three maximums, all, so, so all that other would be uh, you know, and I know a lot of people want to take their family members and stuff out just on boat rides, but when I go into that boat, we're after catfish, and, and uh, mine's all business. All right, so uh, back to this Aquaca boat. Um, I don't see on here exactly, but I want to say that the Aquacas are built with a thicker gauge aluminum than most of these other boats. They uh, are very, very heavy. Yeah. I want to say they're they're they are like if if you need a a boat you ain't worried about hitting some branches and rocks and stuff like that that's this is probably the boat for you. Um, the OQB Cat 2072 has a it's a length of 20 foot, uh, beam of 96 inches, uh, side height of 24 inches, um, 27 gallon fuel cell in them. Uh, they're out of Illinois. Um, I, I believe it is like a John style boat. Now it's kind of a uh, yeah, more of a John than it is a deep V. Um, I got I don't know the exact um plate, you know, the, the thickness of the aluminum or whatever. But like we said, I believe it's a lot thicker. Um, yeah. they don't they don't have a lot of specs on here. It does say it has a 10-gang fuse panel, rocker switch with uh, circuit breakers, removable instrument panel, 12-volt um, accessories, tinted windshield, 100-gallon live well, 800-gallon uh, per hour supply pump with dash-mounted switch, 500-gallon per hour recirculation pump with dash-mounted dash timer, aerator spray nozzles, plus many more options that you can get. Um, let's see. Yeah, I've actually been to Aquaca's factory where they build them, and them are some outstanding people that make those boats. They make a really nice boat, and they'll make it any way you want it. Uh, they have some, some general lines of stuff like you're reading about there, but if you can come up with an idea, they'll, they'll make it happen. I mean, that's, you know, that's what they do. What degree yeah. hull is on those, Chris, does it say? That's, I couldn't find that. It looks... 
to me, let's see, I mean, I'll look at the, uh, let's see, this picture here, is, well, that didn't do anything. <laughs> I don't know, uh, it, it almost looks like it'd be like the 15 degree hole, but I don't, I couldn't tell you for sure. That's what they used to be. So like I said, it's more towards the, it's more along the lines of the John style boat. Uh, it's just a, a, a built like a tank. The best yeah, I've heard. It looks like something that the Navy SEALs would use to uh, do attack missions on. I mean, it's <laughs> really, it's really nice, uh, heavy duty boat. Uh, you know, cat, cat, what's his name? Catfish Flowers has one. The guy down in Florida. Um, I think he bought it from somebody who actually won it at one of the tournaments and uh, got a really good deal on it, but uh, he seems to love that boat. Yeah, I, I, I talked to uh, um, Tim Roth out of Quiller's Outboard, which I'll put them up here in a minute, but Tim, Tim Roth out of Quiller's Outboard quoted me the OQB Cat 2072 uh, pretty much as it is here with a 150 horsepower four-stoke Suzuki for 28000 Uh So it's a pretty reasonably priced boat. Uh, Jim and Bill Newingham won one of those catfish boats uh, by Quaka in the Cabela's uh, deal a couple years ago up in uh, Iowa, and they still fish out of it today, and they, they really, really like it. Um, it is heavy. They do pull it with a half-ton pickup, however, so uh, it's not terribly bad to pull, but uh, it, it's a battleship now. It really is. Yeah. All right, going on, Excel Boats. Excel has uh, basically two models of their Catfish Pro series. They've got a 21-foot and a 24-foot. Also, Tim Roth from that Quiller's Outboard sells both that Aquaca and these Excel uh, Catfish Pro boats. So he, he could hook you up with either one that you were looking at. And he gave me some prices on the, uh, the Catfish Pro series. Um, Basically, price both of them for me with 115 horsepower four-stroke on them. Uh, the 21-foot, he quoted me at 23,000, and the 24-foot at 25,000. So not a huge jump in difference uh, of price. Um, but what you're looking at for the Catfish Pro Series Excel, if you can look at some of the pictures I'm showing you right here, um, you'll see it has a length of 24-foot three. On the 24 foot edition, on the 24 foot edition, the 21, I'm sure is just 21 foot. Bottom, uh, 72 inches. Beam, 106 inches, so it's pretty wide. 15 degree dead rise. Um, 30 gallon uh, fuel cell in it. Uh, 60 gallon live well. Um, max horsepower, 175. I believe this is for the 24 foot. I, I, I'm, I'm guessing the 20, the 21 foot might be a little different. Might be a 150. Um, capacity eight people or 1150 pounds it is again the 1.25 or 0.125 gauge aluminum approximate weight 1800 pounds um, Chad Wall of course drove one around all if you've seen him in any of the tournaments you've seen him well earlier in the year I think right before monsters he ended up selling this boat but um, some of the some of what he could tell you about it, you know, it does have a 800-gallon per hour bilge, 30-gallon, um, like I said, 30-gallon uh, fuel cell in it. Um, 
says 30 cubic feet of watertight storage. Uh, you can get it in the different paint schemes. Okay, he said that Ch Chad Wall said that the max rating was changed to 225 horsepower is, a, is the max horsepower on that boat. So that seems a little more in line for as big of a boat as it is. Um, but I know that Chad, I think Chad, you got a 115 on yours, didn't you? And that thing, it might have been a 115, I can't recall, but I remember he, uh, I was doing 44 or so, and I think he was passing me with it. So it's it's not bad. It's light, and it, it gets up on plane, and um, it says it also has a 12-gallon live well, uh, sealed switch panel, speedometer tack and fuel gauges, a tinted windshield that's removable. Um, yeah, two or three bank charger, um, jack plate. Just about any any sort of uh, motor you want to put on it, you can put on it. But like I said, here's a well. Let me look. At, I'll show you guys some of the pictures here. You can see uh, pictures of some of the storage, uh, the seats, and the console. Um, down here, you got a guy that's laying full length in the live well. It's got an exclusive center grate design. You can see that center grate running through the middle there. What's that? The you said he priced you the twenty four for twenty five thousand. What size motor was on that when he priced you that? The it's a one fifteen on both both the twenty one and the twenty four. That he priced you that price. I think that. Yep. Like I said, though, you know, any of the prices that I'm I'm saying on to you on here, you know, just take it with a grain of salt. Um, Quillers is a very reputable place to buy boats. Yeah, Quillers Outboard. He he seemed like a great guy. I mean, he gave me all the information. I told him what I was doing and everything. I told him I was going to mention his website. This is his website, QuillersOutboard.com. Yeah, uh, they're far from They're out of Illinois, so uh, you can see they sell Polar Craft, uh, Quaka, All Weld. Um, Excel, which is not on here, but they sell the Excel boats. There's one right there. Um, unless that's their sticker there, I don't know what that is. Polar Craft. Okay, so they got two for Polar Craft. But anyway, yeah, you get the idea. Check them out. Um, definitely get a hold of him if you want to get a, if you want to get one of these uh, boats or you want to. You know, check up on the prices that I'm giving you for for an Excel or an Aquaca boat. Uh, he'll, he'll hook you up, I'm sure. And ask for Tim Roth. He's who he's who I talk to. Um, now this is the uh, the low 2015 catfish rig, the 20 foot. I actually called the the guy that uh the guy that um this Angler's Port Marine. I talked to him a little bit. He didn't want to give me. Uh, any any specific details on price or or uh, um, the uh, options I guess that are in the boat because he said that there's still kind of uh, could be things changing with it. I guess he had a lot to do with the design of it too. Um, but if you're looking at the low, it does have a big old wing um, on the back, which is the rod rack. Um, you know, looking at some of the pictures and everything, it looks like it doesn't have carpet either. It's got a uh, you know, a textured finish to it. Um, go through some of the pictures here. 
you know it it doesn't you know it doesn't look like it's going to be as big as some of these other boats but that might be a good you know draw for some people that don't want as big of a boat uh but I don't know if they're going to have a couple different sizes as well so this could be just one of the sizes that they have um so I'm just going through the pictures here and letting you guys see what I see but this is uh again this is a low this is they're going to be their new catfish um, catfish series boat. There's a picture of that rod rack there. Hopefully it comes with something better than them plastic rod holders. <laughs> what size live well was it? Did he say? Is it in the front also? Um, it, looking at the picture that I just seen, it looked it didn't look huge. I mean, it looked like it might have been in this back here, or it could have been in the front. I think it was in the front, and that. That right there is a little bit scary on killing fish. I bounced them to death up front. Yeah, that's, that right there does look like it's up front. Um, but I don't know if maybe that's just one of the live wells because, like I said, a picture and everything else is hard to tell. I don't want to say any specifics on it or, you know, maybe that, maybe that's in the front. Maybe that other picture was back here. It's hard to really tell with these pictures because that looks like, well, there's the circular bait bait well thing for that. But both, you know, the low, that's, you know, they're coming out with that in 2015. Um, Lund, we believe, is working on a catfish boat. I uh, don't have any details on that as well. Uh, but there's, I mean, what we're starting to see is you're starting to see a lot of these companies. Let me go ahead and take you guys back out of... Uh, back out of my screens chair but yeah what you're starting to see is a lot of these companies that are that are coming in and and they're you know jumping into the catfish market they're looking at um, you know the guys that are catfishing now it's not the the stereotype of what it used to be you know guys that you're going out in a you know a hundred dollar John boat and you know, just throwing a line out and drinking a beer. That's that's not what we are necessarily anymore. Not that there's anything wrong with it. Uh, there's still plenty of people doing that as well. But, you know, there's guys out there that are spending $5,000 on a fish finder and $5,000 on trolling motors and $48,000, $50,000 on boats. I mean, it's it's being done right now. These these companies, these manufacturers would not be building these boats if if they weren't selling them. And they wouldn't continue to be building them for year after year. Uh, so, there is another option, and if any of you have followed uh, Brent Riddle's post on uh, on Facebook, uh, Precision Jet Boats uh, out of Jeff City, Potosi, uh, you know I think they've got places in both where they build these, and and they built Andrew Little a boat, and I've said this before on on the show. Uh, and I can't wait to see Brent's because I know it's going to be totally awesome because Brent knows what he wants in a boat. He also knows, uh, you know, what it what it needs to be in a boat to make it work for him. Uh, but to this point, I've been in I I think nearly every boat that's made uh, for or not for catfishing at one time or another. And Andrew Little has one of these, and they are the most awesome most comfortable, best riding boats I have ever set in by any manufacturer. Now this this company makes uh, a lot of boats for search and rescue places, they make a lot of boats for the Coast Guard, for uh, uh, conservation departments in Missouri and other states, you know, 
they make a they're like a quokka. They make a tank. It's a great boat. It's very safe. Uh, and I, I know when when Brent's gets done, it's going to be totally awesome. It's precision jet boats. Um, these things are are the one of Andrews has got so much room in it that it's just unbelievable. And it was made for catfishing. I mean, you can have them made uh, for anything you want, pretty much, if you're having one made. But from what I understand, and, and I don't have an exact figure now, but from what I understand, from what are the, some of the prices you was talking about a while ago, you can get a boat made for that and have it exactly like you want it. So, so that's an option that people need to take into consideration. If you can, can, can go to these guys and say, this is exactly what I want you to build me, and they build it, and it's cheaper than you can buy an over-the-counter produced uh, boat, or, or reasonably close to the same amount, why wouldn't you just have something like that done? And, and I'm not putting any of these manufacturers down. Don't misunderstand me. But I don't – really, there's none of them that makes exactly what everybody wants because everybody wants something different. I mean, you can't please everybody. No. So so that's that's another option. Like I say, I've seen some of these pictures of Brent's boat, and I've talked to Brent about how he's getting it built a few times, and – and I really, I know that uh, I've known Brent for a while, and I know that he knows what he's looking for in a boat. He knows what needs to be in there, what has to be in there, and he also knows what it's going to take to make him happy. And, and I really feel like that's what, probably why he went this way. Uh, he was a CR owner for a lot of years, and uh, I never heard him really complain about his CR. I'm, I'm sure if he hadn't liked it, he wouldn't have had it for as long as he did. But uh, uh, he, when he sold that, he bought something different, and, and uh, you know, and it's working out for him now. But in the meantime, he had to have something to fish while he's having this boat boat uh, built, and and he spent a lot of time figuring up exactly what it's going to take to make him happy. And like I say, from what I understand from a couple of guys that's had boats built down there, they're in the ballpark. Uh, you you know, you just can't go up and buy one. You know, you you got it takes a while to get it done, but. Uh, they're very, uh, very competitive on price, and and uh, you get it like you want it. Yeah, I've been watching a little bit on Brent's, uh, Brent's build as well, and that definitely intriguing. You know, it's intriguing. It's it's really neat watching him build it and everything. He's showing, you know, basically the process as he goes along and in a rough form and everything. So it's kind of cool to watch it be built. That's um, correct. You know, and it is like you said. You know, there's. You know, people that like the John style boats, people that like the deep V's, and and some people want a full windshield, some people don't. Um, you know, there's a lot of variations to what what catfish guys are gonna want in a in a tournament catfish boat. So, you know, that's it's really nice to see the fact that all these companies and stuff are are coming into the catfish market right now uh, because of the fact that people have such different varied tastes and what they what they're doing and everything and their tastes might even change you know well, they might like one one style for a, a few years and then realize that another style's going to work better for what they've evolved into doing and, and these these manufacturers are all coming out with great boats and they're all different than the other companies have got that's what makes it uh, so good sea arc has been the stable for years and years and years and there's guys out there that that I'm telling you, uh, no, 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 not ever going to own anything but a CR. They love them. They feel 
look at what they're looking for, and those guys are going to buy Sea Ark every time they go buy one. And there's other guys um, that that's got that are G3 fans. You know, they feel safe and comfortable in them, and and uh, uh, this new catfishing boat's going to suit them uh, to a T. Uh, I really, I'm really kind of curious to uh, to see what this Lund boat's going to be. I, I really think that it's going to be outstanding. Uh, in, in the meantime, I looked at Ray Stitcher's uh, Intruder when we was down in Owensboro, and, and that is a very nice boat. Uh, it's got some things in it that uh, that I really was high on. I thought was was really nice. Um, we and you and I and Chuck visited about the Lumacraft thing coming in into the sport and and Aluminacraft makes an outstanding boat. They they really do, and uh, I feel like they uh, they have got an, a shot at this if they go ahead with it and 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 being in the com competitive range of this. And another boat that uh, people forget about uh, on the lower end and, and those Excel boats. I thought the way you priced them what was very competitive. Um, is the Tracker Targa, uh, one of the most overlooked boats uh, on the market. I know a lot of guys that have went to those, and they're not catfish specific, but you can take that and put a rod rack or rod holders in it. They take out the two back seats. You've got a lot of room. The, the downfall to those is uh, the live well is not big enough, but I know that Brent took his, and he pulled out the small live wells, and it made a big live well in it. And I don't know exactly how big it is, but it's pretty good size. And and you can do these things if, if that's you know where you want to go and, and and you can save a few dollars and uh, that target is a, a really nice boat uh, for the money it, it just is. Yeah, Vince asked if Ranger had aluminum again. I I, I do believe I've seen a new Ranger aluminum boat. Yes. Um, I don't believe it was a, anything with a you know giant live well or anything like that, but it was a pretty sweet looking aluminum boat. Yeah, again, it's the John boat style uh, boat, I believe, unless they come up with something that I'm not aware of. I was thinking it was more of a bass boat, the same sort of design, but it was sort of like the uh, the Tundra, maybe, in a, in a, uh, a single-formed aluminum sheet. I'm not sure, though. I could be wrong. I don't. I haven't seen that, but that's very possible. The Rangers, you know, they're, they, they make uh, a lot of boats. They make ocean boats, uh, you know... Uh, they, they make a lot of stuff that, that people don't, don't realize. And, and then again, you get these guys out east, they're using these skiffs and stuff. And, and that's something that we haven't even talked about. Uh, and one reason that a lot of people forget about those is because they're, a lot of those are made out of uh, fiberglass and people try to stay away from that on account of river situations. But some of these, uh, some of these skiffs that they're using out east are, are just awesome boats. I mean, they pull them babies in there from... Uh, from from the Potomac River monster, monster guys come in with those things uh, down in Owensboro, and I mean they're they're pretty nice boats. Yeah, so the, I mean there's lots of you know things that we didn't list that that it can make a great catfish boat. I mean there's there's so many to go over that you know I'm sure we you know we're going to be around for a long time. And we'll do it, uh, but I know that you know the old Starcrafts and and. Uh, um, what is it, like sea nymphs and stuff, the 18 to 22 foot old deep Vs, you know, the, the, what's that? Yeah, like Cherokee, any, any of those boats, you can find them on Craigslist cheap, and they make, I mean, they have tons of room, so it's easier for you to put a uh, a nice big live well in them. Um, you know, they're they're just made so good that, they're, that you're not going to have problems with them most likely. 
most everyone I've seen has been, you know, in in good shape and not had any problems with them at all. Uh, you know, they're just you just pretty much got to update motors on them and things like that. And motors and yeah. steering is about the only things that ever goes wrong with them. You yeah. know, but steering cable goes bad on everything. I mean, sooner or later you're going to have to put steering cables on nearly anything that you that you got. You know, it's just the way it is. But yeah, there's lots of guys that are that are getting those, and I mean, there's even guys that take just the regular fiberglass bass boats. I mean, I believe Steve Douglas fishes out of a fiberglass bass boat and then just throws the hundred gallon trawl in there and you know does it that way. You know, there's there's lots of ways you can do it. You know, and it's whatever way you're comfortable with. There's a you know, this show's really just highlighting the the companies that have actually targeted and made that catfish specific boat which is what we're liking to see and we wanted to uh, give all these companies a shout out and, and, and let other companies know that you know we think that the uh, the consumer base is there for you to do it you know jump in there and and start start doing the research and getting your your catfish series boats out there and I think they're gonna sell so well the good ones are going to make it and the ones that are not, are are poor quality it doesn't matter if it's a catfishing boat or a bass boat or a, a crappie boat it doesn't matter if, if if the quality's not there they won't succeed and if the quality's there people will give a couple extra bucks for a good boat just like they will a good motor or a good anything else so uh, uh, you know if you, if you come up with an idea that people like they're going to buy them that's just the way it is what do y'all think about these uh, these 20 foot uh, boats with these big 225 and 250 tiller handles in them. Could y'all uh, function with one of those? They got plenty of room, but I just don't think I could maneuver one. And well, you know, personally, I think they're dangerous. That big a motor with a tiller handle, I think, is dangerous. And I don't. I think there ought to be a limit. Uh, maybe a 125 or a 150 limit. I know that they they've got the 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 fast steering and all the goop on them but I'm telling you right now there's no way the average guy that hadn't been running one of them all all his life can can steer that uh, in, in a bad situation where if he gets in trouble like he can one of the steering wheel and I think they ought to limit the horsepower on those and not let them put them big motors with tiller steering yeah they uh, they have lots of room I mean just imagine you don't have any type of console in the whole boat so your whole right. boat's wide open, um, yep. but you know that's about the only advantage to me. I couldn't imagine, um, you know, especially when the front end comes up and you're in the back of the boat. It's hard to see logs floating down the river. You know no, I mean, you know, a lot of them big logs, man, they they float three inches underwater and you don't see them until you're yeah. on top of them. Yeah, I think they're dangerous. Yeah, I I don't see myself being able to. Uh, Comfortably, you know, run, run around water and uh, you know fish with a, a big tiller like that. Yeah, I've never never used a tiller boat. Uh, the first different style uh, boat that I've got in any way has been this this boat that I have now, this Fisher Avenger. Uh, and the only thing different about it is it has the hot foot. Um, some people love and swear by the hot foot. Myself personally, I don't care for it all that much. Um, <laughs> you know, first time. First time out in that boat, you know, I I tried to push it up onto the the deck to grab my wife, and I I about ran the whole boat up on the on the deck. <laughs> you know, it 
it was definitely it took some getting used to and and unfortunately my hot foot i think it's i think most hot foots are supposed to uh to be where you push them and there's a spring that pulls it back well mine doesn't do that mine has like a little lip on the top part of your foot where you got to pull it back with your foot so i mean it 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 does have some sort of spring to it it'll come back to a certain point but i mean it's still between the the point where it stops pushing back and where it needs to go is still quite a bit of acceleration. So, well, the brown catfishing says uh, he thinks it'd be hard to dodge stuff going down the river. I assume he's talking about the tiller handle, and I would agree yeah. with that. When you're talking about a 20 or 24 foot boat uh, with tiller, uh, you know, I've run tiller boats before, and they do not steer as quick as one with a wheel in them. They just don't. You see a lot of them, uh, them, them uh, gator shows and stuff where they're using them tillers. They actually have a pole because they stand up and they hold on to that pole with one hand, and then they drive the boat with the other hand. Uh-huh. Did y'all see that boat at Monsters of Ohio, that, um, the one that said Kentucky Blue Cats down the side of it? It was a 24-foot sea arc, and he customized it and uh, you know put different windshield and all that in it. I don't know if I've seen or not. Um, I, I talked to him. Um, you know, sea Arc, you know, he customized it. He said he was trying to get one built like that from Sea Arc for a long time, and they wouldn't do anything, so he built his own. Um, it's it set up very nice. It looks like, a, you know, like a perfect guide boat, uh, but Sea Arc won't let him use it in the any Sea Arc tournaments because uh, the, all the modifications he's done, he says that, that they wouldn't accept it. But, I don't know how they could do that. If it was licensed and titled as a CRC, it's a CRC invitational. That, that sounds kind of like a bad situation there to me. Uh, he said something about the, the way that he had to do the fact uh, that he had to uh, do something where the serial number was welded on oh. and, and relocate it. But he's got the motor setting off of the back pretty good and um, it, it's, it was a good looking little boat. Hmm. Well, before we, uh, close out and everything again, uh, I do want to go through, um, again and list off everybody right now who's entered in the Gone Fishing Adventures, uh, contest with Gary Turner to be in that, uh, uh, full day guided trip, uh, contest. Right now we have 26 people and if I do not say your name, then that means you are not entered in this contest and you need to do so. So again, I'm going to run down this list real quick. Leon Higdon, Mike Kafer, Heath Malone, Seth McAllister, Dennis Mayo, John Harden, Janet Fox, Teresa and Dave, Kevin Owens, Chad Wall, Steve Einbody, Vince Nadoski, Nick Goodall, Major Brown, Jason Malone, Ricky Allen, Larry King Jr., Cheryl Lynn Butler, Matthew Ryan Evans, Bill Wright, Joshua DeBoard, Jason Fish, Chris Workman, Michael Johnson, Bobber Stop LLC, and Christopher Parker. So if your name is not listed on that and you want to be entered in that contest to win a full day guided trip with Gary Turner and Gone Fishing Adventures, what you need to do is go to the Gone Fishing Adventures Facebook page. Just type up there in the search Gone Fishing Adventures. It should pop it up. Look for the post with Gary Turner holding a big fish and Catfish Weekly picture on it and, and you, you should find it. Just scroll down through. Um, and when you do, 
they're, they're, like that picture, like his page, of course, like the page, Gone Fishing Adventures page, uh, like that picture, then post a comment underneath that picture. You'll see all the other comments and just where it mentions Catfish Weekly. Anything in your comment, you can say, I love catfishing and Catfish Weekly is awesome, whatever. Or Bud with Catfish Weekly, he likes to throw poles in the river. Whatever you want. <laughs> you can say, stay out of my spot, Catfish Weekly. Anything you want, just mention Catfish Weekly, and you are entered into that contest. And now, if you are a super fan, if you are a super fan, you get double entries for a year. When you purchase your super fan package, you get two entries into every contest that you enter by doing, following all the rules. If you do it and you follow all the rules and you enter a contest, instead of just one entry, you get two. Also, for that $10 super fan package, you get a discount for Whiskerware Apparel. You get a discount for um, uh, um, Black Horse Custom Rods. You get uh, a special access to a Facebook forum or a Facebook group with uh, Catfish Weekly. You get a special avatar thing on the on the forum page. Um, really, there's a ton. You can go to the forums and, and look it up in the news section, and it should show you what all you get with it. Um, but it's really really cheap for what you get. I mean, it's really awesome. It helps us out paying server fees, all that kind of stuff. Um, also, like we talked about at the beginning of the show, we got some big things in the works that we've been putting together, and we're still going to put together, and we're going to hype the crap out of it. So you guys should be on the lookout. You know, when we announce it and everything, you guys are going to be, uh, uh, you guys are going to be, Pretty shocked, I think. Pretty happy to be to be hearing what we're talking about. You're going to be picking up what we're putting down. That's for sure. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you like that live? Pretty good. <laughs> well, you know, we we was talking earlier. We've been working on this for a bit, and. Uh, uh, this is going to be something that if you don't like, I will be extremely disappointed, and I know everybody else will. It's going to be a great promotional thing for a lot of people, and it's going to be good for whoever gets involved with it. So you need to stay tuned. We're not going to tell you about it, but um, you'll like it. Just, we'll leave it at that for tonight. Yep. And we will draw uh, the winner the at the uh, last either the last uh, show of this month or the first show of next month. I'm not sure we haven't decided that yet, but uh, we'll draw the winner on the show. Um, so get your get your name in for that contest. Do what I just told you to go over to the Gone Fishing Adventures. Um, you know, get a, cat, uh, get a Catfish Weekly Super Fan Package and double your entries on it. Um, that's a full day guided trip with Gary Turner. That's a $350 value, so uh, okay. I think... You're, Imagine a day in a boat with Gary, not just me and <laughs> Gary's just a, such a good old boy, and uh, you know he catches a lot of quality fish. And he, there, there's no way anybody believe make me believe that he just wouldn't be a, a hoot to be in the boat with. So get in there and get on that. Yes, uh, some of them lakes that they fish. Uh, I mean the the lake records and stuff are you know 35, 40 pounds and stuff. So at any time, a lake record can be called out of them lakes. It's, yeah. It, so there, there's a lot of twenties and thirties coming out all the time, but you know it that that lake record's just you know hard to get every now and then. 
<laughs> Cindy said last time Lyle told her to trust him, she got pregnant. <laughs> I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> Just the tip, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, before we go... You guys, what do you guys think on uh, the jet jet motors? Would you want a jet motor on your boat, or would you want a prop no. motor? No, it cuts cuts back too much power. That's exactly right. You lose forty five percent of your horsepower, and, and I'm not interested in that at all. I, I don't fish water shallow enough where I'm gonna need uh, either you know, a, jet, a jet motor. No, um, yeah, because you, you know you got all that extra weight and you can't go anywhere. So. Um, yeah, that'd be out for me. Yeah, myself too. I, I I like the fact that it's going to get you in some shallower water, but it's just uh, I believe it's it does it burn more more fuel as well. I understand they do. Yeah, that's what I've heard that they burn more fuel and you lose a lot of horse horsepower for the motor. So yeah, I think that I'd stick to a prop too. I do I do know that they were. Uh, I seen a little while back they were testing some some either hole design or prop design or something where you were able to get in a lot shallower water and and that looked pretty interesting to me. I mean they were they looked like they were getting in like six six inches of water and in boats where you didn't think that would be possible. Yeah, and, and you know other than the fact that they suck up some stuff up that jet, uh, but most of you guys carry carry. Uh, uh, rakes and stuff with them, although I pulled guys in, helped them load up on trailers when they jammed them full on the rake, you couldn't get it out with, but uh, when I used to duck hunt a lot, I thought that, you know, that would be something that I'd be interested in, and then I hear all these horror stories, all these leads and crap getting jammed up in there, and they can't get it out, and they're, they're stuck out on the water someplace, and I, I just am not interested in them at all. Yeah, you can't you can't get up under there to clean, clean the grid out. Um, unless you get a, get in the water, you know, and yeah, in the winter time, you you're not going to jump off waist deep and and oh, you know, come on, Chuck, get off in that water. Uh, <laughs> I'll stick with the old uh, outboard Yamaha. That's what I'm talking about. All right, everyone, I think uh, I think we're pretty good on tonight's episode. We're going on an hour and twenty minutes, so. Uh, I'll go ahead and let everybody uh, start closing out. Um, Chuck, if you want to get us started, everybody else in chat right now, thanks for thanks for joining us. And if you got an idea for next week's show, toss it in there, and, and we'll uh, we'll think about what we're going to do on next week's topic. Um, I, I don't I don't have a whole lot, but uh, you know it's it's that uh, time of year where. I, I love going out and doing my my trophy hunting. You know, there's no tournaments involved. Uh, just go out and relax, concentrate on finding the one. I don't care if I catch a fish all day. I just want to, you know, find that one I'm after. Um, you know, that's going to be my focus for the next few months. And um, I really enjoy it. You know, it's it's very peaceful. Um, you know, I can research. You know, and, and I I research just as much if I'm a tournament fish. I try to find those spots. <laughs> um, you know, I, I've researched my Navionics, and I go out and, you know, search them areas, try to mark them, and, you know, precision anchor on them, and it, I just, yeah, there's nothing like winter fishing for big blues. I love it. Yeah, uh, 
and that and that's true. This is the time of year, and although right now it looks like uh, it's kind of going to shut us down for a week or so, we got a bunch of cold weather moving in, and and a big front coming through. It's pretty much going to cover the whole United States. So it'll take just the hardcore guys to be out, and uh, uh, I I don't believe that uh, with it going to be down in the teens, I'll be out in it too much for the next week or so, but. Uh, as soon as it warms back up, and it will warm back up, then we'll be out and uh, we'll be looking at it and uh, going on there, uh, trying to get things lined out. And and one thing that I I do in the winter time is um, we when we go out in the winter time, of course we like to catch fish in the winter time as much as the next person. But you can actually uh, cruise around at slow speeds, and and you can look at spots that you normally wouldn't look at. And see if they're holding fish, and make notes of, of where you're at, and if there's fish there or if they're not there. And uh, a lot of times the water's low, uh, especially on some of the smaller rivers, uh, more more low than it is through the summer months. And you can go in there and see what's underneath some of the spots that you've actually been trying to fish. And uh, you know that's a really good idea. But other than that, we're we're uh, we're kind of done with the tournament thing for this year, and, and like I say, we've got a lot of things we're looking at for next year, and it's going to be uh, going to be a lot of fun, and and uh, keep keep listening in and watching the Facebook stuff for the upcoming event. It, you, you, I'm sure you guys are really going to like it, and uh, uh, the the tournament that uh, uh, going on the Alabama Catfish Trails uh, January 3rd. Uh, I, I think this is going to be a pretty nice event. Um, I know that they're still working on some of the details on it and everything, but uh, uh, this looks like a lot of fun, and it may be the first uh, the first tournament of the year to everybody kind of get out and uh, figure out something. So uh, keep that in mind. All right. Um, we got Brent and Brent Riddle in the chat now. He said the Monster Cat will be an outboard. It's just going to be sold under the uh, Precision Jet Boat name. Uh, so that's something. Um, thanks for joining us, Brent. Probably hurt his ears started burning. He heard us, heard us talking about it. So. Uh, Rob Klopfelder with Whiskerware says uh, we should check. Everybody should check out Justin Connor and Tabitha Linville's page, the catfishing duo. They're killing it out on the James right now. So if you want to see some good fish and stuff, go check they them out. They have out some monsters the last couple of days out there. I've been watching their pictures, and they're just absolute giant fish being caught. Brad Brad says they'll be ice fishing in ten days, so he's just tougher than me. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I, I was gonna say everybody, you know, um, for the Catfish Weekly page, I know it's hunting time. Um, I myself, I'm not against anybody posting some pictures of some some uh, some bucks or whatever that you've taken out out there hunting. You know, just share the share the pictures on our Facebook page, and and even though it's not catfish, I'm sure people will enjoy the content. Um, Try to keep it, uh, keep comments and everything clean, and not not make it too, too uh, gory, gashy. So if uh, it ain't gonna bother me, but you know there might be somebody out there that it bothers. But I I'm not too, I'm not too worried about it. You can post it up. If somebody complains, we might remove it. Uh, but most likely not. Most <laughs> uh, likely not. Like a good clean kill of a, of a quality animal is good clean kill of a quality animal. That just you know it's just kind of the way it is. Yep, and I, I don't know if you guys, if you go to the Indiana Hunter page, I know that he's made some videos. He showed some videos here recently. Um, 
one of the recent videos he did, it talked about, uh, you know, basically a bad shot on a deer and how, how the first time in, in 15 or 16 years that it's happened. And, and you can you can just hear the heartache in, in the people that that are true hunters, that when, when something like that bothers them as much as it did, uh, that's a true hunter. You know, that's somebody that respects the game, um, the wild game out there, and, and that's what we need to have more of out there, and that's what we need to pass down to to kids because it, it might be hunting but that translates into fishing as well I mean that's respecting what you're doing out there respecting species and um, respecting the game you know I mean that's that's what you hear us preach all the time and it goes further than fishing if you can practice it in, in hunting and everything else you do in your life I think uh, it makes you a good person and, and it keeps that resource available for, for years to come oh yeah that's that's right. Right. That's you know, go ahead Chuck that that feeling you get if if you drop a big fish in the boat or or you get a big fish in the boat and, and you and he's gut hooked and his uh, guts are you know about hanging out of his mouth that you I've I never have ever got feelings like that before man and now I'm just like uh, you know it, it just kills me if I drop a fish in the boat go to stand up and you can drop one three feet. You know, and you're like, oh God, is he gonna be okay? Uh, what am I supposed to do? Or you know, you, you know, you gut hook him, and you know, when you finally get the hook out and you let him go, and you're worried, oh God, I hope he's okay. I hope he lives. And you can hardly fish the rest of the day, worried about a darn fish. <laughs> well, that's just part of the game. But you know, while we're on that subject, Chris, and I'm glad you brought that up, you guys that are interested in in quality videos. Uh, of catfishing and other stuff, crappie fishing and deer hunting. Check out the Indiana Hunter. I mean, those guys work really hard to produce a really good quality video. Uh, they're not extremely long. They catch a lot of good fish. Uh, catch a lot of channel cats. Uh, they they've killed some really good deer. They hold it true to the form on what's actually taking place. They don't try to sugarcoat it. They don't go out and catch a bunch of fish like some of the guys do and then stick a hook in their mouth and reel them in just to have it on video. What, what's happening is happening and they do a really good job. So if you get a chance, check out their website and look at some of their videos. Ethan and Jason are just a couple of quality guys doing the things that they love to do and, and uh, it, it's worth your time to take a look at their stuff. Yep, and also, uh, you know that I always say it. All, all the advertising spots on the uh, catfishweekly.com. If you guys have noticed at all, there's a new one, Monsters on the Ohio 2015. Aaron has announced he's taking registration, so if you want to get your spot early for 2015, you need to go, go ahead and, and put your registration, send him your money, and get your spot because he's already starting for next year. Uh, and also thanks to Aaron and, and Heath and, and Lyle and uh, uh, Catfish Magazine and Scott with uh, Indiana or Hoosier Whiskers Trail. Everybody that's buying them them uh, advertising spots, thank you very much. Uh, we have plenty more to go. If, if you want to get in on there, um, just get a hold of me and, and we'll get you set up. Um, like you guys said, you know myself, I'm... I'm for the most part done fishing for the year. Uh, I don't have any land to hunt, so I won't be hunting, unfortunately. Hopefully, uh, somebody you know, hopefully somebody will get some some deer and and get some venison and cook some jerky up and hook me up with some or or something, because I'm I'm really missing it. But um, again, uh, 
you know, I had a great year this year. Uh, I want, I do want to thank all my sponsors for this year and, and everything you've done for me. I'll, I'll probably post up my, uh, my end of year recap and everything on Facebook here shortly. But I, I did finish fifth uh, with, with Daniel Lux on the ICA trail this year. Um, I don't know how many tournaments I fished, but I do believe it was 25 or so. Uh, which, you know, I do a lot of tournaments. I fish a lot of tournaments. That's almost a tournament every weekend in a year. So, um, you know, I definitely feel like I'm learning a lot. I, I feel like I'm getting better, which is what, you know, I, I want to be doing. I'm that kind of person. I want to feel like I'm doing better and getting better, and I'm learning something all the time. Um, I enjoy meeting all the new people I did this year from Catfish Weekly. You know, everybody that uh, has has sent me messages on Facebook or comes up to us at, at uh, Monsters on the Ohio or or uh, wherever. You know, I've even had random people come up to me in PetSmart and, and recognize me, which is just, it's awesome. You know, I mean, it really is. Um, so definitely thanks to everybody. Thanks to Lyle and Chuck. You know, you guys, I think I think we make an excellent team. I think we're doing a, a heck of a job with this, and I hope we, we continue to do it for a long time. So uh, to everybody out there, I guess we'll just decide on a on a topic for next week and let you guys know sometime through the week or right beforehand. And until next time, everybody, just make sure you stay out of my spot.